While most of us are in the pursuit of happiness, today's guest just might be able to tell us where to find it. She shares with us some tips on finding joy during challenging times. My name is Lamia Charlebois. I'm a public relations consultant with clients here in Canada and internationally. I am Canadian, I am Lebanese, I am passionate about these two countries, my work, my daughter, chocolate and fitness. Thank you so much for being with me this morning. It's my pleasure, thank you. <laughs> my pleasure. I was uh, pretty happy when uh, one of my previous guests uh, that you know well, uh, Rita Elias, uh, when she mentioned, she's like, oh, I have this amazing woman, you have to interview her, she has a great story. And when she mentioned you, I, I was so happy because I had already seen your TED Talk in the past. So can you tell me a little bit more about the, the TED Talk? I think it was titled Bitter or Better? Yes. Yeah. It was quite an experience, actually, because I never thought uh, I would share. I'm used to doing, you know, conferences and uh, public speaking uh, events, but I never talk about personal things. Okay. This was extremely personal. I think it's the first and the last time. Really? You, you don't spill your guts uh, that often <laughs> publicly. 22,000 views, it's enough. <laughs> but it was important to do. Uh, you always have to keep in mind what the objectives are when you do a TED Talk. Okay. First of all, people come in to see you with very high expectations. They want to be inspired, motivated. It's not just a talk. Right. So it's a responsibility and you don't do it for ego purposes or narcissistic uh, visions of uh, mm -hmm. glory. It's, uh, it's very altruistic mm -hmm. and you do it for uh, hopefully touching someone's heart or changing a bit something in someone's, li someone's life. Right. Which made me extremely happy, although it was, it was a difficult process. It made me happy because I received a lot of messages in my inbox afterwards really? from uh, women and men from all over the world who needed that little, you know, little something right. to change something in their life. Hmm. So it was a it was a happy experience. Yeah. Now in the talk, you talk about um, finding happiness in every moment, in small yes. moments, and yes. sometimes in dark moments. Yes. Uh, is this something you always knew, or like how long? it take for you to come to this realization? Good question. I deeply believe in this, actually, because uh, the big bang, you know, the big happiness that everybody is aiming for. Right. Half of us are chasing for it. <laughs> chasing for it. Usually uh, they think dollar signs or right. money or materialistic, uh, bigger condo, bigger car, bigger, uh, bigger job, um, better husband. You know, like they, some mm. people marry four times looking right. for that. I think they're wasting their time. But anyway, <laughs> kidding. Uh, it's, it's really really, if you don't have that little moment in your daily life, you're missing out. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, we work extremely hard, most of us. Right. Uh, we raise kids, we do sacrifices, we run around, we all, all, all have the, uh, the boring chores, you know, like laundry and all that uh, fun stuff in life. So right. you really have to find a little joy every day, because at the end of the day, that's what your life is going to add up to one life. Right. To, uh, hopefully it'll add up to a happy life. Yeah. All these small happy moments. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you have one happy moment per day, I'm sure the end of the week you're a bit happier than, uh, right. than not. And some people don't see the little things. Right. That's sad. That's a bit sad. That's what I was going to say, because these moments could be happening, but sometimes we just miss them. It's not that these happy moments don't happen and you have to create them. Sometimes they are happening. 
right in front of your face and you can miss it. You can miss it or you can, uh, it's also contentment, you mm. know, like if you, you, you have to be happy with what you have now. Right. It doesn't mean lack of ambition or wanting more, uh, doesn't exist or is not part of your life. But sometimes it's right there in front of you, you know, or sometimes I, you know, I, I used to invent moments. I remember one day I was in the middle of my divorce and I had cried like for three days. Mm. And then I thought, no, wait a minute. Uh, that's not a, that's not a nice uh, week. It's not going well. <laughs> Let me change. It was Wednesday already, so I invited all the uh, neighbors to dinner. So I the neighbors. Yeah, okay. I didn't know them. <laughs> I was new in that building. Okay. So I cooked. Uh, it, uh, I was busy cooking. So already your mind is off uh, the sad uh, portion of it, and then uh, you know it's three birds in one stone because I met those neighbors. Okay. I created a new social life through that. After right. that, you know, I was invited right, left, and center. At the time, I didn't have a babysitter, and my daughter was five. So I said, come and have a drink at my place, because I, I can go out. Right. I'm trapped. <laughs> it was a great dinner. I had a lot of fun. And I thought, wait a minute, I can, I can invent moments like that. Right. And everything uh, onwards has always been like that, you know? You want to have a party, don't, don't wait for people to invite you. Maybe you could throw one. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it works socially and professionally. Right. Well, it sounds like, uh, to some extent, you're saying happiness is a choice. You're choosing, because you chose to change the way this week was going. <laughs> yes, I'll say yes and no. Okay. Because I have to admit, we have the luxury to live in Canada. Mm -hmm. We have the luxury to live in peace. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of easy to be happy in, in a society like ours. I can't say that for uh, somebody who's going through a war. Right. I've lived through 15 years of war, so I, I know what it is. And mm. yes, we did have fun in the shelter because we had no choice. Right. Yes, we created moments uh, between neighbors or between two sessions of bombardments. We, we used to go down uh, underneath our building and play with our bicycles and have fun like any other kid in the world. Right. But that's not normal. It was not a normal situation. So I, I, I'm a bit wary about saying uh, happiness is a choice. Okay. Sometimes uh, the odds are so against you that... Uh, mm. But that's why maybe our responsibility, us who are well, better off, is to uh, do something right. or help. help the others. Or add a little touch of happiness somewhere. You know, it can be really little things. Right. Like if you see a homeless... I mean, it's going to sound it's a very cheesy interview. <laughs> but seriously, if you see a, a homeless person on the streets, you have a choice of give, giving money without even looking at them. I smile, I talk to them, I ask a few questions. I can give money, I can go grab a sandwich and give them a sandwich. Okay. You know, it, it can be just a bit more humane. Right, the human interaction. Yeah. Right. And how are you passing down these wise words to your daughter? <laughs> I don't know if she thinks I'm wise. <laughs> She'll think it one day. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, usually it's uh, when you're gone. <laughs> Uh, I won't live to see that day. Oh, no, honestly, on. it's... Maybe sooner you, than you, you think. <laughs> I hope so. No, you pass it from... Uh, where do you think I learned all this? Mm -hmm. I mean, some, I was asked a question recently at a conference. Who do you admire the most? And uh, there were more other speakers around me, and some, uh, some said uh, Mother Teresa, some said uh, Nicole Kidman, I don't know, some people, <laughs> whatever. I said, why would I admire someone else when I had uh, really amazing parents right. who were and you know when you admire someone you don't know the hidden part of that person mm -hmm. social media are glorifying people that are not necessarily yes. worth glorifying 
-hmm. Or they can put up an image that's not necessarily the real image. Mm -hmm. So I will not admire someone until I know all the facts. Right, the full picture. The full picture. Is this person successful uh, in her business life? Great. Is she a good mother? I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. before I admire, I need to know all the facts. So the reason why I tell you I learned all this from my own mother is because they were... She was very humble, very very low profile, mm-hmm. and has helped so many people and touched so many people's heart right. that at her funerals, there were uh, 2,900 people. Oh, wow. She's not famous. She is not, uh, you know, like an influential person worldwide, right. but she obviously was in so many lives. Okay. So that's... So Leila will learn, my daughter will learn probably by example. Mm-hmm. Since she's little, I used to, when I would give a check to a charity, I would uh, show her and sign it, uh, sign both our names on it. Oh, that's nice. So she realized she, she was happy that she's giving too. Right. From my bank she's account, but she's giving too. <laughs> so you teach them whatever you can, you know, and then the rest is up to them. Right. But how do you not just teach her, but just in general, how do you find that balance between being content and being happy with what you have and still staying ambitious and looking for the next thing? Because the two seem to go a bit against each other no, sometimes. No, 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 no. No, no you just, uh, okay, you need stamina. Okay. You need, uh, you need love around you, mm-hmm. given and received. And you need to just find the time. The, the people who people will always say, I don't have the time, yeah. I don't get it. Like, you can, it's five minutes. I hear that a lot. Yeah. And I, me I too. say it a lot too. I'm, I'm like, you're, I'm a single mom. I work 10 hours a day. Uh, I go to the gym five times a week. Right. I have time. So you have time. You have even more time than I do. Right. Um, professionally, it's easy for me. The next project is always uh, out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, either it comes to me or I go find it. Mm-hmm. I love what I do, and it's always very um, diverse. You know, it, it, in a PR firm, I'm a small firm, but still, you you get to work on a pharma project, on a consumer product, you get to work on uh, sometimes social causes. So it's extremely wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very blessed in that sense. Some PR consultants just do one specialty, right? And this variety keeps me on the edge of my uh, creativity and my strategic thinking. As soon as I fall into a little routine, it becomes mm-hmm. it becomes dangerous. Okay. Then I'm doing this way too easily, <laughs> and maybe I'm not at the top of my performance. Right, you're not being challenged. Challenged, and also, I have a responsibility towards my clients. They hire me, they expect the best, and I have to give the best. Right. Again, it sounds like a marketing sentence, but honestly, you, you they will not come back. It's as simple as that. But one could say, aren't you happy with where your business is right now? Yes. It's- you're content, so yes. why, why, why do not more? do more? <laughs> why not do more? Because I will have less time. It will be more would mean hire more, get go, go bigger, uh, find another location. Um, then I would lose a bit in the quality of life. Okay. I have chosen to be uh, a certain type of mother, and I'm enjoying this a lot. It's part of me. Okay. Maternity has, was something that I cherish and that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe you can give your kids uh, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there between two meetings. And right. uh, it's not only the time, it's the quality of the time. So I don't want to lose that. I have fun with her. We travel a lot. I mean, soon, but hey, she's turning 18 soon. 
<laughs> Soon she will be uh, flying off uh, the nest, mm -hmm. which I wish her, uh, uh, you know, I know she's going to succeed and she will do very well. I will have a bit more time for myself, then I will find new stuff, new projects. New I don't ways know what they will be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and productive. Okay. Yeah. And so your tip for all these entrepreneurs who are saying they're too busy, too busy? <laughs> My tip. I'm not the, the typical entrepreneur because I've always been in big corporations, okay. in PR agencies. Uh, I worked for CBC Radio. I was always employed. Right. And you know, I went to university. I did two degrees. Everything was always framed. I knew where to go at what time. Uh, there was a paycheck. Uh, you know, désavantages uh, sociaux. Everything was so uh, comfortable okay. with, a, with a cushion. I threw myself as an entrepreneur. Uh, there was pressure, of course, and I wanted to combine. Um, I knew I was going to raise my kid alone, so I wanted to combine all this. Okay. It worked out perfectly nice, but I didn't have a business plan. I didn't speak to a banker. I didn't speak to an accountant. For your current PR firm? Yeah, yeah you I just have... threw myself. Like, <laughs> you just did it. <laughs> I just did it. I just did it. Never. I didn't even know where I was going. Okay. You know those who tell you we're going to do a plan for 15 years? I laugh. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> I, I can't barely plan uh, next month. So I just threw myself. And of course, I, I, I've done communications for so long that it's in, in, my, it's in my fiber. Okay. So the expertise was there. I was not afraid. Uh, I, I knew I could do it and I can deliver. It's not an issue. It's just how. And uh, how do I market myself? How do I figure it out? What if all the mandates come at the same time? Which is always the case. And you just manage. You just uh, work till midnight and you take it on. Okay. So or you hire, uh, depending on the mandate. So you just kind of figured it out as you were doing it. <laughs> really? I wish I had like a piece of wisdom, you know, on uh, the uh, entrepreneur for dummies. You just, <laughs> honestly, but you just have to, no, I do have a few tips. Hard work, mm -hmm. like real hard work. Mm. You know, it's not going to happen uh, uh, for you. The clients will not chase you right. eventually. But it's hard work, integrity, honesty. Uh, don't oversell, don't undersell. Uh, don't charge too much. Be reasonable, mm -hmm. be honest. And deliver not on time, before time. Before time, right. And just be there for your clients, you know? And sometimes I get emails at midnight. I Sometimes I answer them. So, <laughs> at midnight. If it's important. <laughs> it has to be urgent. Um, also, the theme of, you know, motherhood yeah. comes up a lot, uh, not just in your TED talk about the influence of your mother, but also, you know, you were talking about the kind of mother you wanted to yeah. be for your daughter. Um, so what about that? What can you say in terms of maybe balancing career and motherhood? Mm. It's, it's hard. Honestly, it's hard. Like all those uh, women who are 25 and they sometimes look up to me and they say, how did you balance? I say before you speak about balance, you have to speak a bit about sacrifices. Right. Because if I, I mean, I had a job offer once. Uh, it was a fantastic job in Europe. Mm -hmm. I, I would have loved to take it. You know, a great environment, great city, great salary, you name it, glitz mm -hmm. and glamour. Mm -hmm. But first of all, if you choose to be a parent, you know, it's unless it's an accident, it's a happy accident for, for me. But anyway, you choose to be a parent. So you, you bring to the world another creature. Mm -hmm. You are responsible for that creature. And this creature has needs that uh, a nanny can fulfill, of course. Right. But you had that child and this child, I mean, look in, in, in nature. 
uh, the animals, they, they need their mother right. or their father. I don't want to be sexist here, but <laughs> uh, at least one of the two parents have to be there, ideally the two. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, that's, it's a matter of values and duties. Mm -hmm. Secondly, there is love. If you love that kid, it's not an effort. Right. Um, I, I love mine. She's fantastic. She's funny. So I have fun <laughs> with her. So it's, it's not a burden. Was it hard? It, it still is. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, the best thing that can happen. What other project in life? I mean, mm -hmm. I've had fantastic projects in my life. I've worked with great people. I've met uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, Gerard Depardieu. I've had an, a nice life so far. But the biggest and the grandest projects of all right. was to give birth. Mm -hmm. So, and I understand the value of that even more having lost one before. Okay, right. So, uh, and having seen my friends, uh, I have friends who lost children who were 17, 18, 19, 20. Mm -hmm. Some of them were shot in front of them. So, oh my God. You just count your blessings and right. enjoy that time you have. And you never know when you're going to go. It's very dramatic, all this, but honestly, you have those moments in your life with your loved ones. You cannot just be too busy working or too busy fulfilling your, chasing your own dream. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, life is happening right here, and it has to be a good life for you and for the others that you brought onto the world. Right. So that's important. And if you're really present with these people and appreciating that love that you can have while they're there, while you're here, I'm sure that contributes to your happiness too, right? At the end of the day, how and could to my you not, fun. And how to my you fun. not be happy? I have fun. <laughs> and fun. <laughs> Honestly, I have fun. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, you have to like it. And I, I say I respect a lot those who chose not to have kids because they knew they didn't have it in them mm -hmm. or they don't, they don't feel like it. Right. Because it's really, uh, if you think about it, you don't have kids. Mm -hmm. If someone tells you you're going to have a contract for your the rest of your life, Possibly uh, they're going to have kids and you will have to also take care of their kids a bit. <laughs> and you have no time and this and that. They, they tell you all the details about having a child. You will not sign the contract, I'm telling you. Right. So you better do it blindly, you know, with champagne on a, on a blue, uh, you know, once in a blue moon and just have, have your kid. Good to know. I'll think about that before yeah. I have some. <laughs> I choose the right partner. Well, Lamia, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for making the time and for sharing uh, these words of wisdom. Yes, I'm telling you, you are wise. Take it. <laughs> we'll see about that. Thank you very much. It was very thank nice. You. Thank you. And uh, thank you to you guys for joining us on another episode of Couch Talk. And uh, see you next time. <laughs>